This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to If I Were You. Look, you need some advice. And Drake and Amir can spin it all night. Yeah, so roll up and hang your coat up. So these coy divas can start the show up. So you're just right in to If I Were You show. Enroll you in the worst blast class you'll ever know. So keep it Gucci. Yeah, you better play nice. Because these two Jews and Kobe, the hella tight. Mmm. Solid. Jazzy and Mrazzy. It was very Mrazzy. It was Mraz. Jason Jazz, <laughs> Jason Draz. Uh, if you want, if you want to shout me out, writes Isaac Balson. Just look up Mild Card on YouTube. That's his full album. So Mild Card, Isaac Balson on YouTube. That's a nice pun. Mild yeah, card. like I like that. It's like, oh, everyone knows about a wild card. Well, I'm a mild card. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's actually, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how you start laughing you tell yourself it's funny then you say it's really funny and then you can laugh and your laugh is also oh you're you're dying you're dying you think any other animals laugh hyenas (laughs) very good thank you (laughs) but do uh, like do dogs find things funny (laughs) i think they find things humorous and silly (laughs) But they're like a little, they don't like giggle. They're more of like a, hmm, yeah, not bad. And of. what about chimpanzees? If Chimpanz- I were to slip on a banana peel, would they, would they chuckle to themselves? Yeah, they would find that. <laughs> Is that a. <laughs> That's what I imagine that to sound like. I, th- I feel like dolphins laugh. Mm. And it sounds a little bit like this. <laughs> I've heard a dolphin that was just like, ha <laughs> ha Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he had a mustache and was holding a briefcase. And he, he was, was on his way to work. Yeah, he had uh, yeah. he folded a New Yorker in half and he was reading it on the on the L I R R. And he was uh, like hopped, o- hopped <laughs> off the subway, rolled the New Yorker nice and tight into the back pop- pocket, and then a really tight whistle for a cab. Uh, Why did you think that was a dolphin that did that? It was. I mm-hmm. swear to God, he had a flipper, a fin, and a blowhole. And then uh, the cab pulled up. It sprayed a young girl with some water from a puddle. And he went, <laughs> it was a little cruel. But yeah, it was a dolphin, 100%. Uh, a sea mammal. Yeah. And, and he laughed. And then another cab did it to him. And he's like, this is actually good. I can sort of exist Survive in now. and out of water. Yeah. yeah. Pretty neat. <laughs> um, so thanks to Mildcard and Isaac Balson for that. This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet Hosted by I. And I. Jake and I. And Amir and me. Jake, I, Amir, me. Come on over to the mic, I. What? Our friend Ivan. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I. I. There was a barbershop quartet once that came to our middle school. And I still remember, to this day, they count, the part of the song was counting uh, in Roman numerals, the wheels on a big rig. Mm -hmm. So they're like, there is I, 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 V, V, I, V, I, I, V, I, I, V, I, X, X, I, and like kept on going through to 18. And I was enamored with them. Really? I ended up living with, uh, not the baritone, but what's the second lowest one? Uh, 
they're the baritone yeah uh a tenor a tenor yeah, so a then Sven, a, then I gave the, I gave the tenor soprano. I gave the tenor a tenor and I said I'd love to just have your life for a bit and he said and you he's can like, live you with me, to, me do you want me to teach you how to sing yeah and you said no thank you <laughs> I just want to live with you. <laughs> he said, I could take you in for a week or two as long as your parents don't mind. And I said, they don't. Uh, and so I hopped into his, they were like all coming into, I mean, this is, they went into a van. This, and we hit up another middle school. And then I ended up living with Sven for, yeah, two weeks. This, he kidnapped you. <laughs> I feel like you have some sort of Stockholm syndrome where you remember it like I you asked, wanted to be there. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like that. Would it be was dark in Sven's house. <laughs> yeah. Pitch black and dusty. How long is it, Sven? What? Since you. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. But tread lightly. Because right. Sven is in prison. <laughs> I, I, and I do still love him so. <laughs> and I still need him so. Because there's I, 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 V, 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 I, and then all the way on. To 18. To 18. Uh, so if you're listening to this, this is coming out Monday, May 1st, which means we're on the road. Uh, if you're listening on Monday, we're in Atlanta, Tuesday, Raleigh, Wednesday, DC, Thursday, Philly, Friday, Brooklyn, Saturday, dead. We're going to be dead. I'll, I want to die on Sunday. Oh, so you want to be hung over and then die. I'm going to do one last night of Rage Fest in Brooklyn on Saturday. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. I figure why not? The sixth day. The sixth day. That's the day where I don't have any responsibilities. The next day. That's the day where I'll be the ragiest. You think so? Actually, I'll probably rage pretty hard on Saturday. (laughs) Well, you were were talking about Friday. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm drunk right now. Huh? Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tickets still available to two of those shows. Raleigh on Tuesday and Philly on Thursday. Other three, fortunately for us, are sold out. So thanks for everybody for buying their tickets in advance. We can brag to our parents about it. Yeah, but Raleigh, wake the fuck up. Let's Raleigh, Raleigh. <laughs> and why don't you do your research, Triangle, and come <laughs> to the show? <laughs> this is why they're not going to come. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, I'm going to get my Philly of Thursday's show in Philadelphia. <laughs> and I want to be having brotherly love with my brothers. <laughs> we love each other. Come on down to the Helium Comedy Club where we'll do <laughs> jokes and brotherly love. Of all channels. And much like the Liberty Bell, you'll be cracked up. <laughs> Very good. And if you need an autograph, I'll sign it with a pen, Sylvania. <laughs> Have a cheesesteak. They're all right by me. But as long as you come to the show first. <laughs> um, I am crying. So let me just get a little... Ah, All right. Uh, so we're looking for questions for the show so much, so we thought it would be fun if we can play a little game. We haven't? We haven't? Oh! 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 oh my God! Oh! I have been summoned! <laughs> He's back! Oh! God, we haven't had the Game Boy up in a while. He has been lonely! Where have you been, Game Boy? <laughs> uh, I, I go into a blackness. <laughs> for months. A months deep, at a time. A, a deep hole where I feel neither space nor time. Um, for those of you joining us late in the game, uh, the Game Boy is half game, half character. Oh! That's all, all game! A robot that's orgasming. Constantly! Wherein Jake and I search our Gmail for words or phrases that we think could elicit some fun random questions. So rather than finding the best questions for us... We'll uh, let the gods decide, and the way to win the, the game, game god, <laughs> and the way to win the game, is by finding a word that only appears in one question. Remember how happy you get when that happens, Game Boy. <laughs> oh, no better feeling exists. That's when I orgasm the most. So uh, you orgasm with every always, word, but then you want to, in addition. Uh, fine, win the game, and that's when you work as That's the, the max climax. And the word is tetherball. Wow. That's pretty specific. Yeah. Tetherball. Nothing. Dodgeball. Yeah, okay. Is that two words or one? One. <laughs> Dodgeball. <gasps> Close. How many? Real close. Two. Oh! And, <laughs> and it's like, a, it's a it's a classic two. There's no spam. There's no, like, there's no guy trying to game the system. These are two real 
authentic questions that have we've never answered. Uh, one called "Help, Please," and the other one called "Shit's Going Downhill." Ooh, shit's going downhill. Shit's going downhill. Uh, do you have an name for this dodgeball player? Uh, sure. Let's call him Durham because nice. <laughs> if you live in Durham, you uh, better come and eat ham at the show. <laughs> Der ham. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Uh, <laughs> Damn right. So here's my fucking issue. It seems like a lot of shit's going downhill at the moment. I work two jobs over the summer. The first one has me going batshit crazy. It's like this day camp where we make the kids run a game show with local public access TV guy, Doug. Did you say game? <laughs> dude, oh! This guy is fucking crazy. He constantly yells at the kids and will laugh uncontrollably at dumb shit. It honestly ticks me the fuck off. He rarely listens to any of the instructions given by the camp counselor and wastes time. The kids skip camp because of this shit, and they constantly tell me how they want to play dodgeball or whatever. Hmm. The other day, I was with a friend getting some iced cream, and I ran into Doug. He told me that he had just Ooh, name drop. <laughs> he had just left for he just left the camp after working on the game show for about eight fucking hours. Then I saw Doug get two ice creams and eat them alone outside. The director is a racist fuck who molested me when I was in fourth grade, so I don't like talking to him. My other job is a lifeguard, which is great because I get to chill out and listen to your show. My question is. How do I get more hours as a lifeguard and tell Doug he's fucking insane and get the camp director who molested me fired? Seems like you <laughs> tell people that he molested you, will get fired really quick. Yeah, okay. Uh, so this is an example of a question that's pretty elaborate but doesn't have too many debatable answers. Uh, if you tell someone that they molested you... Well, you would tell somebody else that they molested... You don't tell the person that molested you that you they molested you. You tell on him. Actually, that reminds me. <laughs> One time... Sven, Sven, yeah, yeah, of Sven course. actually threatened this is, me. This just goes he to show how... He often threaten me. Uh, ill-conceived that, <laughs> that bit so was. I lived he, with Sven, yeah. and then he threatened me. Just let the record show that I, 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 I had to play along, but the bit was set up by Mr. Amir Blumenfeld. <laughs> Uh, so you tell someone that they molested you sorry you tell someone else that somebody molested yeah. you he gets fired tell the grown up tell Doug he's fucking insane you don't have to tell Doug he's fucking insane that Doug one. fucking knows he's, he gets it he's Doug and then how do you get more hours as a lifeguard quit the other job hmm you just quit the camp job well I think you have to ask for uh, more hours first you have to ask your boss yeah sure but I, you, I think I think you just say like hey I can't do the camp job anymore now my hours are open if you want me to do more lifeguard shit I hope this guy got his act together because shit when, really was going downhill. When did this email come in? Uh, July of 2015. Hmm. Oh, yeah, he's dead. That <laughs> makes a ton of sense. <laughs> Doug ended up going on some sort of killer rampage. Doug was insane. <laughs> he killed somebody. Do you want to read the other dodgeball question? Sure. Since I have it open, we can get rid of both dodgeball questions in one fell dodge. Let's do it. Um, let's call this guy Doug. Based on the last question. Mm -hmm. So my school is having a dodgeball tournament, and two of my friends are putting together a team. One of my friends asked me to be on the team, and I said yes. Later, he texted me and told me that my other friend didn't want me on the team because I, quote, wasn't good enough. To be sure, I'm not a great dodgeball player, but I'm not terrible either. I was hurt when he said he didn't want me on the team, mostly because we are good friends, and I don't think he should exclude me from this team just because he doesn't think I'm good. Am I... Right in being hurt, or am I being too sensitive? What can I do about this situation? Love, Doug. Hmm. You think I, he's being oversensitive, or is that the right amount? That sounds like the right amount. Dodgeball is sort of like a, a silly, fun game, and if someone doesn't want you on the team because they say you're not good enough, it feels like it's easy enough to take that personally. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, do you want to fight for your right to dodge? Or do you just say, fuck that guy, I don't want to be on your team? Yeah. If if you're easily hurt, is it better when you like get news like this to just be like, oh, whatever, and then you like <laughs> go off, mm -hmm. or is it better to like dig your heels in and be like, no, I really want to play because like you're just it, then you're just like setting yourself up as a punching bag, like you're not good. Yeah, well that doesn't matter. It's like no, well everybody else thinks you're not good too. Yeah, it's kind of like, now weird. the whole entire this whole everybody, all of our <laughs> friends will all tell you that you shouldn't play. Yeah, <laughs> and now you're also the guy who like demanded 
that he plays, so you better be really fucking good. So if you are sensitive, is it better to just like go off and sulk and you'll be fine? <laughs> There's something a... sad about doing that though, where you're like, if I do that enough, then like I ne- I you start to feel bad because you never stand up for yourself. Right. <laughs> Feels like dodgeball is the kind of thing where you could like practice and get better. Oh, like how do no, I think dodgeball is just purely athletic. Like, you already have to be a good runner, jumper, thrower, and catcher. I don't think you can practice dodging. You can definitely practice dodging. I think you're either good or you're not. And this frankly, the cra- fact that you're saying crazy. that, you're not good. Oh, <laughs> I'm good at dodgeball. It's clear to me that you're not good. Oh, it's I clear can, that yeah. you're not very I, good. <laughs> you know what dodgeball is all about, man? It's about, it's about bo- blocking <laughs> the balls coming at you with a ball. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> just direct. You just hit me in the face. <laughs> you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Uh, See, so you, what's your bit of advice to this guy? Um, I think. Wait. So he signed up to play, and then another friend that, uh, another friend got him removed from the team. That's right. Two friends started a team. One said, "Come on in." The other said, "Whoa, not so fast. You're He's not, not very good." good. <laughs> Um, I think that the, the friend who said you're in the, you're not good enough is in the wrong. So I think that you can team up with the friend who invited (laughs) you in, in the first place to veto that guy. Well, the question is, what would you do if you were him? Um, I think if this happened to you, how would you react? If somebody said you're not good enough, I would probably tell the other friend to like, shut up and I would uh, be on the team. Like you don't make the like you don't make the rules if you want to be on a different team, you go be on a yeah. different team. Remember the dodgeball team, not dodgeball, uh baseball team we were on? Was it d- baseball or softball? Uh the college humor. College humor, yeah. Uh yes. In like two thousand seven, maybe <coughs> we were on like the New York company team. The Sylphs. Yeah. We had, our shirt said Sylph, which is sandwich I'd like to fuck. It had a picture with sandwich because it was a busted T. We I said remember. that could be our team name. Um and we Because that was the one that we had the most extras of. Yeah. <laughs> we had the most extras so that became our jersey. And there were some people that were really good at baseball. I had never played baseball before so I was awful. I didn't know how to play at all. Like I I didn't realize how difficult baseball was. Like I I'd, I'd swung like a tennis racket before but I couldn't like adjust my swing to be like a a baseball. Bat. Yeah, and then playing outfield, I would often just let the ball bounce in front of me because I didn't want to like you know try to catch a, a high pop fly. <laughs> yeah, because I was afraid lose the ball it was in the sun, <laughs> smack you in the face. <laughs> so I felt like this guy. Well, this guy doesn't even think he's that bad, but I felt a little bit bad being on this team, being like, "I'm sorry, I'm not that good. I apologize." And everybody's like, "No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we yeah. want you on the team." Yeah. So this is like the opposite of that, where like somebody else is sent like. I guess it's easy to be like if you say I'm bad, then people are pr- quicker to like come to your own to your defense. Yeah, it's, it's all about like, being, being self-deprecating. Yeah, that's why I would be like, no, it's fine. I don't want to play, and I'll see if how how it shakes out with the other people. If it's like seven against him, that's one thing. But if it's seven against you, then I don't want to be there. Hmm. Interesting. That's how I would do it. Yeah. All right. Let me search another term. Go ahead. Um. I'll search. Um. Um. Um, Quebec. Very nice. Oh! (laughs) Quiet, Game Boy. (laughs) Sorry! (laughs) Don't apologize, just shh! I will, from now on! Dude, from now on, good, start now. (laughs) Starting now! No, starting from when I said now, so not when you say now, just shut up! I'm sorry, have I offended you? Oh! He's getting... Can you turn off his mic, Blumenfeld? Oh, no! There's, uh... I should be a fucking ventriloquist, man. I do this, like, voice shit, and it's, like, really fucking good. There's 94 emails about Quebec, but I would say 91 of them are from... Uh, list that we're on for Michael's Art Supply because at mm. the bottom of every one it says to receive Quebec emails in French click on this link mm-hmm. so there's only a few unread Quebec genuine emails one of them is called Girlfriends Friends the other one is called Love Friendship and Shit hmm. and then a third one called Should I Date My Camp Counselor so I think I'm going to choose Love Friendship and Shit okay 
I'm a literature student living in Quebec, Canada. I found myself in a shit place recently, and I really need your help. For the past two years, I've grown closer to a guy on my sport team. We've become really close friends. One thing leading to another, I got to know his girlfriend way better than I used to. Problem is, I fell in love with her. Or something pretty, cl- pretty damn close to that. There, this, this guy is one of my best friends, and I would never try anything with her. The thing is, I can't take her off my mind. What would you guys do? By the way, I love you guys. You helped me overcome hard times. And if you guys want to, I could come to your Montreal show and ask this slash elaborate this question on stage. Love you guys. This is actually pretty good timing because we might come to Montreal this summer. Oh. But this is about the last Montreal show. So this guy's living in French Canada and says he loves his friend's girlfriend and can't turn off that part of his brain, but at the same time doesn't want to act on it. So what should he do? Should he just distance himself from the friend say, listen, I can't tell you why, but I can't <laughs> hang out with you anymore. And it's, it's a pretty crazy reason. I love your girlfriend, and if I'm around her anymore, I'll have to act on it. And the girlfriend doesn't even like him, or we don't know? We don't know. I don't know. How much, how much can you love someone that doesn't even, like, consider you? Like, when you're, when you're in high school, a lot. Like, can you, like, the crushes that I feel are, like, with people that I interact with, that I ideally reciprocate. I've never been, like, that girl that I hardly ever talk to, but I see occasionally, I am so deeply, madly in crush love with her. Oh, I, that's me. I see somebody, I like pass somebody <laughs> on the street and I imagine my entire life with them. You, I, like I meet somebody at a, at a party or at yeah. a bar and I, they are my soulmate. And then con- on, on, the, on the contrary, I uh, date somebody and I'm disgusted by them. So, so the more you... I get to know somebody, <laughs> the grosser they are. And then the, uh, the less I know somebody, the more potential they have. And I'm in love with the potential, with the idea of a person. I'm in love with the po-po. Potential, yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> I get it on the down low. That, so that line didn't really change. No. <laughs> I'm in love with the co-co. I'm in love with the potential. Nice. <laughs> uh, it's sort of an extra syllable, but it's fine. Have you ever, could you ever be in love with somebody that's dating a friend of yours? Like, do you have that capability? Not now, but before, earlier, yes. When you're younger, there's less women in your life. Would you admit to that being the case at one point in your life? In what, at one point in my life, that's definitely happened. Crush on friends GF? Crush on a friends GF. But it's when you're young. Like now, people have dating apps. The world is like much larger than it like the girl and guy pool is bigger and deeper than it was when we were younger right when we were younger like my friend had a girlfriend and that was like you know the one girl i met in a month so like that's the only one i could like (laughs) oh so your your crush points have to be allocated to certain ladies and if you only meet one then she gets all your crush points i think so and but if there's like thousands of other options you have to spread your crush points equally so i think that actually this guy has no excuse like the world, the world's big enough. Your reach is long enough. You don't <laughs> need to be crushing on your friend's GF. Girl. Yeah, it, it, it'll be cooler if you get your own GF, and then you could do double date stuff with you and your friend. That's fun. I can't take her off my mind. What would you guys do? So, what would you guys do? Would you hang out with them less? Would you? No, I'd probably hang out with them more. It'll get old. Oh, you just gotta, you just gotta envision her doing some terrible shit. If you really get to know her, you get to start you start you to find work, her yeah. finding her faults. Honestly, I've been in love with every single person that I've ever met, I think. I've at least imagined having sex with every girl I've ever <laughs> come across. Imagine like instantly or like later on you'll imagine it just for one one go around. I think it, usually instantly, but probably eventually I at least imagine what my life would be like if I married that per- if, if somebody. And that could be somebody that gave you a coffee at Starbucks or somebody's cousin, a Sienna, teacher, a professor. <laughs> that, is a, that is a Starbucks crush yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to remove her name from the podcast? It's fine. She won't listen. She'll never hear it. And if she does, what's up? <laughs> Girl, All that shit that I said about liking everybody—it was a bullshit lie. <laughs> it's only you, <laughs> baby. 
so what would you guys do? You would hang out more? I think I just wouldn't change anything. And I would know, knowing myself, that I would not, that I'm not actually in love and that it'll pass and it'll fade. And yeah. What is, I mean, how bad could it be to not be with someone you have a crush on? Is it debilitating to the point where you're like actually depressed as if somebody broke up with you? Yeah. I mean, when you're younger, yes. It seems like pretty extreme. I actually, guess if, yeah, it's still now. When you don't have, that's why they call him a crush. That's the 16 candles line. Oh, because you get like, crushed. Because they, because they hurt. Yeah. But it's, she's not even rejecting him. She, he can't even act on it. That's somehow even sadder. Get over it. <laughs> get over yourself, Point Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't his name Doug? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Point Dexter. Amazing. Uh, <clears throat> what also helps is getting a crush on somebody else. Yeah. That's, that's the fastest way to do it. Just take your crush soul and move it onto a different human. Mm-hmm. This virus that attacked her, remove it from her and give it to somebody else. A crush is a virus. That's right. Interesting. Interesting outlook. A, cr- a crush is the flu. <laughs> and there is no vaccination. A crush Flus is... Flus have vaccinations. Do they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You get a flu vaccine. A flu I'm shot. saying a crush is like a polio. <laughs> you cannot cure it. Well, oh, polio was cured. Yeah. Was it? Uh-huh. Well, a crush vaccination. Is, well, I'm saying there's no antibiotics. It's like strep throat. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a crush is a headache. There's no magic, magic pill. pill. <laughs> yes, there is. For there headaches, is. there is. Right. But you can't just take two of these and calm so in the stop morning. Calling, stop <laughs> equating a crush to, to all these easily solvable diseases. There are other ones that can't be cured. I'm just saying if you have a crush that's tantamount to having diarrhea <laughs> and there's no potion or, or drink Pepto you can't. bismol settles your stuff. Oh, wow. Jesus, do you really not know? <laughs> I'm just saying you can't have like uh, <laughs> a crush's long hair. You can't just cut it. You literally can do that. <laughs> anyway. To, all right. Enough of, enough about me. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back with more uh, more Game Boy after this. Can you come back, Game Boy? Do you have to go anywhere? Oh. Okay. I have nowhere to be. <laughs> ever. All right. We'll be back. Shut up, Game Boy. <laughs> bah. Uh, BRB. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm-hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, Mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never Mm -hmm. complain or talk about it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And And a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- 
you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms. Give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh. Love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. And we are back. Uh, let's check in with your feet. There's corn frozen corn attached to the non-injured foot mm -hmm. which is the new injured foot the new injured foot is the left foot and that is <laughs> that's my injured foot that is correct my feet are made of glass <laughs> your right one is the one with chronic foot injury have have we done and recorded a podcast without you having hurt your heel or does the heel injury predate podcast Ooh, good question i think heel injury predates podcast you think so I do think so. Okay, so for the entire run, you've had a either a broken heel or heel pain in your right hip foot. Correct, Amundo. Now, recently, you took a spill in Ibiza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you hurt your left foot. Yes. That is a toe injury, turf toe. Hyperextended my big toe, injuring in the my the, uh, the ligaments joint in my left foot. They that, call it turf toe. That was two months ago. Two months ago. Uh, now the latest uh, remedy is uh, you cut a hole in your shoe, for one. Mm -hmm. So you took... <laughs> <laughs> your Go shoe, on. Your shoe, your shoe is sliced open at like the, the bump of the big toe on the left yeah, foot. Yeah, where I have sort of a bunion on yeah. my left uh, <laughs> on my left foot. Uh -huh. uh, and it was... The doctor said that uh, I, my swelling maybe couldn't go down because it was, it was sort of rubbing against the side of my shoe. Sure. So she recommended that I cut a hole. Sure. Which I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> she also injected me with some steroid injections. Uh-huh. I got a toe spacer, and I have been taping my foot to make it so my toe doesn't really, my toe doesn't really bend. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, and then the corn, the frozen corn that's attached. That's to it. just to sort of reduce the swelling. <laughs> I'm trying to make it so there's no inflammation in the in the old foot there. I believe there's also a bone bruise uh -huh. <laughs> on uh, right on the on the bunion itself. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh <laughs> But great news. Uh-huh. Ask me about my heel pain. How's your heel pain? It does not hurt. <laughs> Since I've hurt my left foot, my heel has not bothered me. Zero? Uh it's in the beginning it was sort of painful for uh, in the last like I would say 2 to 3 weeks. Uh-huh. There has been no heel pain. Interesting. Do you think it's related? I have no idea. How could it be? Is it like when you pee a little bit on your pants and then to get it off, you put a lot of water around the whole area and then they both sort of disappear together. Oh, interesting. Uh, or is it more like that? <laughs> <laughs> so I did, will you remember you pissed on my, on my feet? Yeah. And I told you it was raining. <laughs> or is it more like I hurt my toe. So let me punch you in the face and then you can't think about your toe pain. Yeah. I, I would think it was that, but then like I can my, give you another metaphor. That's fine. They were both not great. <laughs> there's a there's a, a small noise in your room, a water droppling. Bloop, bloop. Oh bloop. yeah. So you put on a fan. A white noise machine. <laughs> Suddenly you can't hear the dropping anymore because the fan is louder than the the drops. I guess it's maybe closer. I don't quite see how that. Let one's me tell different you. Than the, one more. And it's fine. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're staring at an eclipse. Right. Uh, and you need sunglasses, right? Yep. But as you're doing that, you break your heel. Oh, that's Three years the one. <laughs> later, you hurt your toe. Your that's heel doesn't it. hurt anymore. Yeah. So I, if, if I could understand that if my left foot was super painful, like why my right foot would bother me less. Uh -huh. But my left foot is just, it's not like super painful. It, I, it doesn't feel like pain that would trump the pain of the right, right foot. So right now, what is it at a 10 in terms of pain? My left foot? Yeah. Uh, probably a two or a three, but the, the, when I 
push off with my left foot. Like if I needed to go on my tippy toes to reach something uh-huh. or if I very unfortunately was climbing and I needed to <laughs> put my foot on my, uh, put my weight on my left toe on the wall. That's when it hurts. Uh, then it probably shoots up to about <laughs> an eight. <laughs> with a very little warning. Yeah. And then it, I, I mean, it just. So if your left is around a two or three, what was your right when, before, right before you injured your left? My right is probably at a constant Four to seven, depending. <laughs> oh, so that's pretty high. So it's higher than your left. Yeah, my right. right it was like a decent amount of pain, like the kind of pain where I would like second guess going to the store <laughs> or go, like getting up to get something because it would hurt my right heel too much to walk there for years. Yeah. <laughs> and right now you're saying that pain is gone. I imagine that if my left foot didn't hurt, I could break into a full out sprint <laughs> with no pain at all. Wow. Which is amazing, and I want my left foot to heal so badly so I can test this theory that the right foot is healed. How's your back? Oh, the back hurts. <laughs> I am 31 and dead. All right, solid update. Keep you guys posted as things develop every six months or so. How's your body feel, though? Uh, body, ankle almost entirely healed. Sometimes I go through spouts of feeling feverish for about three nights in the last, let's say, three months. Uh, some sort of dehydration sets over me where I feel very headachey yeah. and nauseous and I have to force myself to go to sleep early. You've been coming down with spells. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my humors are very out of order. And what I've, do you think that is? I don't know. I need to get a fainting couch just in case. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's either... A plunge pool. Some level of dehyd- dehydration where I feel like... Do you oh, not God. drink enough water throughout the day? Maybe not. Or... It was like when I got my new glasses that my uh, the first headache started. So like maybe the prescription or my eyes getting used to that. But then I went weeks without feeling anything and then it r- came back again. So I don't know if it's one thing that caused all three or different ones th- throughout the uh, different reasons for every every single one. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. We got another question to search. Oh, yeah. <gasps> it's your turn. Is it? Yeah. Oh, oh, thermostat. Oh, that's pretty good. Thank you. Thermostat. We got one question that we might have answered already. Interesting. Uh, and one question that somebody just put a whole ton of words after to try to get us to Game Boy it. So you think we might have answered one of these questions? Yeah, because I had forwarded it to me already. One Let's day. read it. But we already answered it. <laughs> but did we... Are you sure? No. Read it to me. Let's see. Um, you want me to read this whole question and then you'll say, oh, actually, we answered it two years ago? Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. My roommate is a kid. Oh, I've heard this one. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I read the one that we haven't answered? Well, because you said it was the, some, one that somebody like attached the entire dictionary to. Oh, no, there's a new one. There's a third one, which is unanswered. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, Completely unanswered. Yeah, here we go. Uh, we'll Does call this mean I won the game? Uh, no, because there's been two. Fine. Um, here we go. Loser, you little piece of shit. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, what do you want to call this guy? Um, let's call him Stickler, because one of us is a fucking <laughs> stickler for the rules. And game Boy, do you think this is fair? <laughs> <laughs> like... Game Boy, this is insane. Jake right? is being a sore loser. <laughs> Shut it! No one invited you here. We summoned you by accident. That's an invite. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, I'm on a two-day road trip to go up to Denver, and we stopped overnight at a friend's place. There, uh, The town we're in can easily be des- described as the middle of bumfuck nowhere, and the friend is only here for a summer internship. I'm out in the living room for the night and sleeping on the couch. As I write this question, it's almost 3 a.m., and I've been tossing and turning on the couch for a few hours now. The thermostat is set to 60... Sorry, the thermostat, the thermostat is set to 76 degrees, <gasps> and I'm sweating onto this leather couch. My body just gives off a lot of heat for some reason, and it's radiating on this couch or something. At this point, I'm worried that if I don't change the thermostat and get the temperature down to something reasonable, I won't sleep at all. And there's still six hours of driving left tomorrow. But the thermostat is a very personal thing, and I don't want to be rude to my friend who is nice enough to put us up for the night. Should I change the thermostat down to a temperature I'm used to, say 72 degrees right off the bat? 
or do I change it incrementally until I find the highest possible temperature to sleep at so I don't disrupt the host very much? Or do I just suck it up and try to go to bed? It is important to note that this janky apartment, the air conditioning unit, is loud enough to potentially wake someone up. SOS, please send good advice vibes my way. So this has definitely already passed. It's funny that it was, he was trying to get to sleep and he constructed such a <laughs> long, like, it should be noted. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you say you're now setting, making rooms cold to go to bed? Oh, yeah. What is I, your What is your cruising altitude now? Uh, it's around 65. That's so cold. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because 65 degrees out is kind of a nice day. Right. So why is it on a thermostat so chilly? I don't know. It's it's it feels I guess cuz you're like well I sleep uh in just underwear. Okay. So there's there's that maybe. Sure. Uh but I guess when you're inside you're just used your body used to like 70 72 degrees. Yeah. My house is usually around 70. Right. And then and when you, I when I go to bed, I have programmed the Nest smart thermostat <laughs> to go down to sixty five. After you 11. go to bed, around eleven. So like it's so it'll go there in the house. Yeah. So it's like you're prepping the house to get cold. Yeah. And I sleep like a fucking baby, and like a good sleeping baby. The babies, some of them don't sleep very well. And you're so you I say, sleep like a good one. Would you? Here's a question for you. Do you schedule the Nest to say, all right, let's once I'm asleep, you can kick it back up to a normal ish seventy two. No, I I mean, if I wake... 65 all night. Yeah, I mean, I'll wake up if it's 70 now. It's too hot for you. Yeah. And what do you do when on the road? I set my the hotel thermostat to 65. You like you need it to be cold. I need it to be cold to sleep now. And the eye mask? Uh, I, I've been sort of trying to wean myself off the eye mask because I don't want to be one of those people that really just like can't sleep. Right. So I'd, I've been no eye mask lately. Off and on in the eye mask. Yeah. But... This this guy is at seventy six. Too that's, hot. Uh, that's uh, no. That's untenable. <laughs> uh, would you think two shits before changing a thermostat? No, not if it's at seventy six. That's egregious. It's <laughs> unfair to you. It's unfair to everybody. That's unfair to the environment. See, you could I, you can make a, a a strong case. I think if you're in Colorado for seventy three max. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute max. The thermostat in the house should really never be above 72. Right. Uh, so this guy, you think, is completely uh, allowed to set the thermostat in the middle of the night to 72. 100%. It's not like a too the... personal, don't fucking change my thermostat. No, and so by the way, somebody, somebody that's like has this thermostat at 76 and is under a bunch of covers in their bedroom, they probably won't feel that till the morning. It's going to mm. be fine. Oh, interesting. Like... You sleep better in in the cold. That's like what bundling up's all about. You get it's chilly outside. You bundle up, you get warm, <laughs> and then you'll sleep better. I don't know the fucking science behind it, but it, whatever it is, it works, man. Oh, baby, does it work? No, no phone. Uh, yeah. What other sleeping rules do you have? I don't look at my phone for like. I I try to. You try to do an hour, but can't really do that and then you end up like setting your alarm and you're like oh but like what's what's twitter say right real quick yeah but i pretty much don't look at my phone for like at least a half an hour before bed what do you do what's the half hour it's just getting ready for bed i uh, just sort of like edge tease tease myself what's uh, that i spend <laughs> just tantric <laughs> masturbation <laughs> for how long <laughs> uh no, I, I i make a nice little routine of like putting on some lotion flossing my teeth brushing my teeth it's a long nighttime routine getting some water What's the where's the where's the lotion going? Uh, I put it under my eyes, on my uh, hands, arms. You're chest. lotioning up. Oh, you lotion your chest. <laughs> I lotion my chest. See, before you go to bed, you are just a a greasy chested man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's made as like quick drying lotion, but yeah, it's, <laughs> I I'm slathering myself with lotion. <laughs> okay, a thin layer. Throughout your entire body, a greasy little lotion boy. I am slithering under the the sheets. I am a slick little seal, a tadpole who found its way onto dry land. I'm leaving a trail from the bathroom to the bed. I'm I'm like a snake. I am clammy and wet. It is a thin film. I look like I'm white. Do you, what do you do to go to bed? I don't do shit, man. You put in the I'm watching card. MTV2 until 3 a.m. It's loud, and I'm fucking passed out. And I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm mad. My head's off the couch. Anger dreams. And my feet are on it. So, you like, have, I'm uh, getting red in the head. You do the your um, uh, mouth guard. You sleep better with the mouth guard. Yeah, right? I, do th- I do, I think, four oral things. Four. 
what are they? Uh, I got my electric toothbrush to brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. Then I floss after. I do. A, I'm a post floss. I'm a post brush flosser. Interesting. Uh, people are relatively split. Do you do a pre pre brush floss or a post brush? Floss? I do a I do a floss, a rinse, a brush. Oh, so you floss and then brush. Yeah, I like to do the most of my damage with the brusher with the toothbrush. Then I floss, getting you know the the deep heart to reach places. Then I. But doesn't that doesn't that plaque then just like sit on your teeth? It goes from outside inside your crevices to onto the teeth. What do you do? A deep rinse after that. So after my floss, I will water pick, which is a water sort of little little mini hose. What made you want the water pick? I didn't want the water pick, but now I can't live without the water pick. (laughs) As always, I was forced to use it. No, that's good. Uh, So I. When, last time I was at the dentist, she's like, do you floss? And I said, yes. And she's like, well, you have a lot of like hard to reach grooves in your teeth. I would recommend using a water pick. She's selling you the water pick? She, well, she didn't sell it to me, but she knew a guy and I got a really good deal. It was $400 for the water <laughs> yeah, pick. Yeah, dude. They're fucking fleecing And you. actually, they're he gave me, he gave me 10. <laughs> and if I sell nine, then I'm borderline breaking crazy. even. Fine. I'll take... I'll have. Can I get a baker's dozen? I'll try to hawk them on well, the secondary. I want you to. I want you to take more because I think you could. You could probably really? sell more than I could. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll take. Yeah, I'll take. I need 40. you to take 144. Of these 144. Things. Yeah, that's I'll one do, case. I'll do 100. I'm putting. You I don't. Wanna... I'm putting you down. I can't give you 100. I gotta sell them by the case. <laughs> Let me give you a case. All right, fine. All right. Two cases. That's 24 case? grand. Let's give you two cases. That's 24 thir- grand? That's 48 grand. And what can I turn that into? Honestly, if you sell them at retail, like at yeah. cost, at retail, yeah. like not even making that much of a profit, uh-huh. you lose a hundred per water pick. <laughs> this sucks for me. So forty-eight grand times two. You're. Let me give you four cases. You're making bank with this. <laughs> uh, then I put my grind guard in, of course. <laughs> My grind guard. Which is riddled with plaque and <laughs> It's the dirtiest thing. I never touch that. You soak it in Coca-Cola all day. <laughs> with my teeth. Ah, my computer almost fell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Somebody listening is just like, a mirror screeched in the middle of the... Ah! 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 I only scream like uh, water got too hot in the shower. That's my only way of screaming. I don't go, ah! Ah! I think I was scared once for real, and um, my scared scream is like, <gasps> it was like, oh, you were not shocked. like a, not like a, ah, or like, <laughs> ah, but it, it was like, I was like pretty, pretty happily surprised that I at least, you were aghast. I'm, yeah, I, I, I was like aghast, like, <gasps> whoa, you know? When was that? Like, or, no, it was actually more like, oh, shit. And then it was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> And then I like, that yeah, was it was natural. so like I was freaked out, and my natural response was like, "I'll handle it." But... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant to say. That's what you anyway. said when you saw a cockroach <laughs> in a shower. Oh, I'll handle it. I'll handle it. Uh, all right, so you have carte blanche access to at least set it down to seventy-two. I think you can set it down to seventy-two. Seventy-two. I wonder if you just like break it, and you're like, your thermostat broke in the middle of the night. I guess you. I guess you maybe set it way too high or something. And if he, if he's like the type of guy that's like, you know, I'm going to spend a lot of more money, you'd be like, all right, how much is the energy going to cost you to change it? Here's $20 for letting me crash on your couch. You oh, you pay the difference. It was too, it's, I was under the impression that it was like cold outside, so the guy cranked up the thermostat. Huh. But you're saying it was like hot outside and this person didn't have their AC on. Um, yes. Interesting. That's a different way of looking at it. Then maybe you should ask for a fan. It is one thing to turn somebody's heat down, but it's another thing to turn somebody's air conditioning on. <laughs> I guess you could turn it on and give them a little bit of money. That's a nice idea. <laughs> so you're saying if this guy had an air conditioner that he didn't turn on? If he's, tr- if he's like sleeping no air conditioner in a hot house because he's trying to save money, yeah. then it's I think it's a little more rude to be like, I'm going to turn on this thing and waste your energy and like... Uh, Cause you cause rather you than it's already cash. on and set to seventy six. Um, then if it's it, it's on and it, it's cold out and you're heating the house to seventy six, then turning down the oh. heat is at least save. It's like you are saving him money. It's it's less energy, right? Yeah, I don't think it's so cold and he's heating his house to seventy six. I would assume it's hot outside and he's cooling it down to seventy six. Interesting. Either way, you can set it to seventy. Let us know what you did, please. 
this was 21 years ago. So we'll see. Wow. We shall see. Really cool. Wow. First email ever. Hmm. Crazy. Do you remember your first email address? Uh, y- yes. It was Jake Snake 2013 at Hotmail, I think. Jake Snake 2013? I believe so. <laughs> Why 2013? I think it was my girlfriend's at the time's initials. Is TM 2013? T- oh, because T is the 20th letter and M is the 13th? Yeah. So Jake Snake and then a little homage to your GF at the time. I think if, as long as 20 is, T is the 20th letter of the alphabet. All right. At Hotmail.com. At Hotmail.com. Good man. Thanks, dude. What was yours? Boner Patrol. <laughs> Well, that's your current email, too. Yeah, but the O's are zeros. Is Boner Patrol uh, an available domain, by the by? Let's check it Just out. Just in case we have to do a Squarespace ad in a bit. <laughs> uh, it's not available, but you can buy it from an auction site for two grand. That's it? Yeah. That's like less than the price of a case of water picks. <laughs> that's right. Which, by the way, you do owe me. I don't want to pay. <laughs> we'll discuss offline. Uh, all right. That's it. That's our time. Thanks to Game Boy for coming by again. Thank you for having me. Oh. And thanks, Jake, for uh, stopping by as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm always here. The Game Boy's the fucking guest. <laughs> Get out of here, you fucker. <laughs> oh. Uh, cool. We're on the road this week. So come see us. Uh, shows in Atlanta. Raleigh. Tickets still available. D.C. Philly, tickets still available. And then finally, Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say about Philly. People are saying that uh, they can't go because it's 21 and over. Uh-huh. But it's actually 18 and over if you bring your mommy. You have to bring your mommy? You could probably bring your daddy, too. But I bet it's 18 and over with anybody 21 and A over. A guardian. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think. And I wonder if they won't even check that. I wonder that, too. And I wonder if these shows are sold out, if you can still buy a ticket if you go to the box office or something. There's there's always a way to get more people in the venue. Find a way. Find a way and uh, have fun with us this week. Uh, For those of you who are looking to write emails to us asking your own questions or your own theme song submissions, the email address for everything is ifireyoushow at gmail.com. The opening theme song was written by Isaac. This closing one was written by Charlie Busse, B-U-S-S-E, Busse, Busse, Charlie Bus. Bus. Charlie Bus. Thanks, Isaac. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Ta-da. Bye. Ciao. Jake and Amir. Jake and Amir. Jake and Amir. Jake and Amir. I can't wait to hear if I were you like every week. They give you fake names for your anonymity. This is if I were you the shower. If I were you the shower. If I were you the shower. If I were you the show. They give you fake names for your anonymity. I can't wait to hear if I were you like every week. Jake and Amir will answer your questions Help you make a good impression With that cute girl in your class They can even help you get some ass Uh, Milkman, 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 milkman These dudes don't need no introduction, man Cause it's if I were you the shower 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 I can't wait to hear if I were you like every week They give you fake names for your anonymity Cause it's if I were you the shower, if I were you. That was a headgum podcast.